going to be at the uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival this weekend. BrisbanePowerhouse.org.au to buy tickets. Buy 10 tickets and just go yourself because he wants to be rich. Dave Thornton, <laughs> hello. <laughs> you guys have read this well. That's exactly right. Um, I already jumped the gun. I hired some helicopters and some limousines to get me around, so I need this cash. Right? I need it hard. Do you, when you go to the Comedy Festival, do you go in and see other comedians' gigs? Like, do you feel the pressure after to go up and go, oh, mate, and give them feedback or say it was so great? Because I... I always feel awkward when you go and see friends. Uh, yeah, it sounds like your friends are a little bit crap, Abby. Um, <laughs> Last time I saw Stab, no, I'm Thank joking. you. <laughs> Thank no, you. No. I went and saw Tommy Little and he was amazing. But then after, like everyone was going up to get a selfie and I sort of went up and said, that was really great. And then he said, cool. And then I went, awesome. And I walked <laughs> off just in like an awkward exchange. Oh, Did you just no. think you were another punter? Yeah, Abby, let's be honest. That's just another girl coming up to a man who intentionally performs in a tight shirt to show off his guns. That when you're amazing, he's like, sick, grab a business card. I'll call you later. Hey. No, no, I saw his poster. It says it on there now. Abby Coleman. That was amazing. Five stars. He's quoted it. Great. Uh, all righty. Well, uh, go and check out Dave Thornton uh, performing live. We are going to right now play a round of... You look like a blueberry. You're just a woman with a small brain. You have bad hair. What did you say? Playground insults. Thorno. Um, now, this is where our Stav takes on our guest comedian, and you pretty much just go back and forth abusing each other. What happens in hey. the room stays in the room, mm. so feel free to go go hard or go home, mate. Uh, right. Um, so when does this end? Uh, until we're completely in fisticuffs? Yeah. Until yeah, we've yeah, ripped yeah. each other's jugular <laughs> Until, until, until yeah, one yeah. of us cries. I hate doing this one with Dave, actually. Cause what, because he's a nice guy? Yeah, and I've known him for years. He's a good mate, so I don't really want to... I mean, I've written stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this works. I've seen 8 Mile. You're trying to play possum and then... <laughs> wow! Smash me. <laughs> who, wants, uh, who wants to kick things guest off? Always right, first. Okay, guest right, always yeah. goes first. Right, yeah. So go one for one here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, okay, so you want me to get stuck yeah. in on stab? You're the Take guest, away, mate. Dave yes. Thornton. And thought we should just say we do this thing in radio called Codes Training where um, you learn what you can and can't say on radio. You've yeah. only just finished yours. Is that right, Dave? That is exactly right. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like I've got handcuffs on. Either that or uh, I've got a lawsuit pending. So um, we will see how this goes. All right, here um, we go then. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so okay. stab. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, you are, you, you're a nice looking guy, mm-hmm. uh, you've got dimples, I was just thinking, is that because your cheeks gave up holding those giant teeth in your head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he comes out swinging! Comes out. Wow! Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to, can just give me a sec to uh, amp things up He's a nice guy, isn't he? Isn't He's he a, a lovely nice guy. guy. Yeah. Hey Dave, uh, do you remember when you were on House Husbands? Because no one else does. Oh! Okay, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> my, my character did get shipped off in episode two to Hong Kong. Never returned. And may I just retort with that, which that's very interesting from a man who used to host Channel 11 <laughs> for four years. Yeah, yeah. That rating peaked out at two, which was your parents. Uh, oh, I had to get one because my dad's dead. Um, <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. um, uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Dave, I called your agent to book you and she tried to talk me out of it. <laughs> I love the look he 
How has Osha not given you a rose and told you maybe it's time to leave this show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right, Dave. I'll tell you what. You've got a microphone. Can you tell me a funny joke? Because that would be a first time for everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your station's called Hit 105 because that's the amount of times I have to hit myself in the head after I hear one of your lame dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, just in closing, Dave is one of the best comedians in Australia. Dave is definitely one of the funniest men I've ever uh, worked with. Dave is fantastic. Dave Hughes. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I actually saw a hashtag trending. Oh, sorry, Stab. You're too old for the internet, aren't you? Uh, maybe someone saw it on a fax machine. Is that better for you? All right. We all good, boys? We all good? Well done. Well done, boys. Uh, Dave Thornton at the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Get your tickets right now. Brisbanepowerhouse.org.au. Buddy, uh, good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, guys, come on. You'll see my posters all over Brisbane. Tommy's got uh, really good quotes from Abby. And my quote from Stav is, I hate this bloke. So you'll see it on the posters. You'd be surprised how many people that gets in. <laughs> all the more reason to go. All the more reason to go. Wake up with Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. We are back with Josh Gad talking about Beauty and the Beast. right now um, from Beauty and the Beast. It is in cinemas March 23, but he's done a whole heap of other stuff. He's a superstar. Josh Gad is in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're Uh, good. good. Yeah, we get a little bit giggly when we hear your voice, to be honest, because you have done so many things, and I guess just hearing you be real is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Do you know what I love, though? Because I hear you talk, and I was um, seeing on your Instagram that you actually got someone else quite famous to talk to your two beautiful girls. Yes, I... Daddy pulled in some hard-hitting favors today and got Elmo to do a special message for my three- and six-year-old. And they were like... I got on the phone with them after, and they were like... I don't understand. It, why is Elmo not still there? And I'm like, well, Elmo had to go back to Sesame Street. And they're like, where's Sesame Street? And I'm like, on the east coast of the United States. And they're like, well, what are they doing? And I'm like, having lunch with... Daddy's got to go now, though. I did a similar thing, Josh. I got to meet Grover, and I'm a huge Muppets fan from way back. And I, I, I brought my daughter in. I literally was in tears just meeting him uh, and yeah. my daughter could not have cared less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I've um, i been blessed enough to do two episodes yes, of Sesame Street mm. and, it, it, you know, growing up with that show mm. and now being able to share that show with my own kids, it's still, it's the perfect gateway to entertainment for mm. kids. See, I just, I've got a three-year-old. I just see it as guilt-free babysitting, you know? It, it is. It's educational. I watch it more yeah. than she does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Game of Thrones parody count. was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got to have some street cred, though, with, um, well, obviously, Olaf from Frozen. I mean, yeah. that's got to, yeah. with the kids, that's got to be huge. And now Beauty and the Beast. I mean, you're just, you're the go-to guy for, for these sort of things now for Disney. No, it's great. My kids are big fans of The Wedding Ringer, too. That's their <laughs> <laughs> um, no, You must be the only one that doesn't complain about Frozen being watched because you actually got money from it. All us other parents are like, oh, come on, not again. We've, we've uh, put a temporary moratorium okay. on Frozen in my house. It's Moana right now for the girls. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. so, you know, it's, it's so great, and it's, that's what's so great about being a part of the Disney family is 
these movies are so timeless. They're mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. let's um let's talk about which I know everyone's asked you about, and you're like, ah, oh, now I'm just gonna have to do it again. Well, because you become the most talked about character now. Yeah, the the stuff <laughs> in the news about um apparently there's the gay character and blah blah blah, which I didn't even see in the movie. I I thought that was an actually ridiculous leap to get to that, your character. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> well, I think for people, they want it to be. There's a lot of people, you know, from our generation, they're like, yes, finally, this is awesome. Beauty and the Beast has the first gay Disney character. But do you do you see it as that? You know, I, I sort of feel like this. The, the entire conversation has been so blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. We live yeah. in an yeah. age of sensationalism and... and um, the joy for me is now not talking about it in a bubble, but yeah. actually having audiences see the movie for themselves, like you guys. I think people are seeing that there's not much there. There, yeah. there there's yeah. an amazing movie, uh, a story of inclusiveness, a movie that I think speaks to everyone, not only generationally, but everyone from every background. The themes to me that I hear people talking about that I'm so thrilled are coming through are these ideas of not judging a book by its cover. Mm. Yeah. This, you know, you have a character in Gaston who does what? He whips up an entire village into a frenzy to attack somebody that they've never met, that mm. they have no interactions with, that they know nothing about. Why? Because he's different. Yeah. And that, to me, is as relevant today, unfortunately, as it was when Beauty and the Beast was first written 300 mm. years yeah. ago. He trumps the whole town. <laughs> oh. He does. He drops them. Yeah. I see what you did. <laughs> and I got to be honest. I mean, I'm 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 uh, completely heterosexual, but I would fall in love with Luke Evans that? as well. The guy's a dreamboat. I mean, come on. It's like it's, you guys here. It's like a bromance. It's whichever way you want to take it. Yeah, that's true. The other one that surprised yeah. me, uh, and I, I normally know uh, before I go in, I'm a huge movie buff, and I'll normally know all the cast. But then when everyone turns back into, well, I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but yes. I didn't know that that was you and McGregor. That was a complete Isn't that shock. Amazing? To, yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Um, what's really fascinating is he's playing his character in Train Spotting in it. It's almost like the third <laughs> movie um, in that franchise. Um, no, he is. The, that was one of the big thrills about doing this movie is you have an all star cast, mm. right? And you can't help but pinch yourself and mm. say, I've made it. I've made it. Yeah. yeah, I'm a part of something incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, and I want your promise that it's going to be complete honesty. Ooh. Okay. Because mm. I believe that everyone is allowed to have a few, you know, indiscretions in their life. Mm-hmm. As an actor and someone of um, film, mm-hmm. have you ever downloaded a show illegally because you couldn't wait to get it? No, and I'll tell you why. It's not because like I'm like, oh, God, shame on you, which I do think shame, shame on people who download stuff illegally, but... I haven't done it because I'm really not technically savvy. <laughs> I'm like an idiot. So even if I wanted to, yeah. I don't think I would understand where to find it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what bit torrents are. Yeah. I don't know, oh. like, what anything means. Yeah. I'm sort of just new to Facebook. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Because awesome. I, always, I always wonder that. But you why know? would you? I mean, that's their livelihood. I don't. I don't. And I personally, and Josh, I I'm the same shame. as you. Yeah. I don't know how to. I know that my friend's <laughs> grandma. I kid you not, my friend's grandma once gave me Game of Thrones on a USB and I was like, wow, your grandma knows how to use a computer better than I do. And unfortunately, a lot of times, the way people view these films, especially pirated films, 
that's not the way that they were no. meant to be seen. So mm, you're yeah. actually only cheating yourselves. Oh, no, I, think, I, like, I love hearing I popcorn rustling. You know, and, that's and the real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Two people pashing just out the front there. Ooh, that's a bit extra. No. Well, good on you. You're a good man. Uh, great man. Yeah, congratulations on the movie, uh, the movie Beauty you. and the Beast. So good. And I'd never Thank seen it. So, so it was my first time. You've to never actually... seen Beauty and the Beast? I know, right? No, I never had. Whoa. And I was like, shh, don't tell me the ending. I know it's happy, but maybe don't tell me. Maybe it's not. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that you got to experience it for the first time. Uh, check it out. It's in cinemas March 23. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Josh Gad, uh, pleasure to talk to you, buddy. Nice to see you. You too, guys. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Now, we're very much aware that there are people that are listening to the show going about their day that might be doing it tough um, for whatever reason. And one of the things that I think a lot of people do tough is people that have gone through or currently going through cancer because it does suck. Mm -hmm. And it does for everyone involved. And we were very fortunate to speak to a Brisbane girl, Lisa, who started doing a blog in February uh, last year, I think it was, after she was diagnosed with a very rare form of stomach cancer. And she started a blog called uh, Terminally Fabulous and ever so popular because mm. the way she'd write things, you'd go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how honest <laughs> and beautiful and funny mm. she is. And we were fortunate enough to speak to her last year, and this is why she started writing a blog. So people used to say to me all the time, write a blog, write a blog, and... I suppose it got so far throughout my cancer experience, I I sort of thought people aren't going to be interested. But then I got sick of Googling for support and advice and getting all of these silly things. So I decided to do my blog so that people out there in my position, when they Googled terminal cancer, they actually got reality rather than, you know, just some sort of airy-fairy unicorn sort of, you know, experience. So that's why I'm so truthful and honest. And I was fortunate enough to be introduced. Actually, I was following her blog before this, but um, Stephen, who listens to the show, sent me a Twitter message mm-hmm. to get her on the show. And Stephen is her brother. Mm. Morning. Morning, guys. How are we? We're good. Now it has been a couple, uh, like a, a week um, that's been very hard with your family because bad news, you guys had to post um, on Sunday. Yeah. That was it, sadly, that Lisa had passed away. Yes, yeah, she passed away uh, Saturday night, uh, 11 minutes to 12, she passed away, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's up it's, and down for you guys. Since yeah, then. yeah. We, we. I mean, it's you know, terminal diagnosis. You know what's coming. Mm. Um, yeah, never easy though. But uh, as I've said to everyone, uh, in terms of how people can pass, you you would be hard pushed to find a, a nicer end for her. So mm. yeah, it was it was peaceful. She was surrounded by all family and friends. Uh, messages coming in from every continent. Yeah, nearly every city in the world. It was yeah. As as far as it goes, I've said she set the bar too high for any of us to jump in, so no, none of us are going to get a nicer farewell, so <laughs> that, that would be typical of her, but, um, but yeah, so in terms of how it went, really, it, it was as nice as I think things can go. She just touched so many people's life, though, for her being completely honest with how much cancer does suck and not holding back. Like, some of the stuff I would read, I'd go, oh my God, I don't think you could have read that, because I'd be like, no brother wants to read that about their sister, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of it was pretty confronting at times. I mean, uh, because she had it for so long, we kind of went through most of that with her anyways. I mean, to the the point where my little daughter, Eva, uh, she became Lisa's little nurse when she was at home. Mm. Lisa was getting cycles and injections for pain. 
and my little three-year-old would be there with her little alcohol wipe wiping up oh, the blood, and yeah. and it wasn't a thing to her because she yeah. grew up with that. So that was sort of how she knew yeah, right. Lisa. So I wasn't yeah. aware of the the blog until Abby brought it to my attention, and um, I hadn't read any of it uh, before I spoke to Lisa. She was one of the most amazing people I've ever spoken to. She was just funny and mm. honest and uh, terrifying for celebrities because she went to a race day. That's what oh, we made just yeah. of the conversation, and she just doesn't care about any of the sort of repercussions of saying what actually happened <laughs> she was these sick events, of being you know? like sick and she mm. wanted to go to melbourne cup mm. so she wrote it on a blog and because so many people follow her the next thing you your mum geraldine yeah. and her were on a plane they went into the bird cage yes that's correct yep oh god you the people you got to beg to get in there usually mm. she didn't hold back mm. she was paying out all the people from master chef she mm. said who didn't even like line up who just got in <laughs> and she was naming them yeah, yeah. <laughs> i said i said I if we it. had a party at my house it had to be off the record because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she um because she did the same to, to everyone she mm. ran into yeah. people from the block and uh i know she ran into melissa hoyer and a, a few other people and yeah same thing it was just that, that was, was lisa just her. Was, mm. yeah no airs or graces it was here's reality and you either like it or you deal don't. with so, it yeah yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully most a, liked it you would have been in touch with a lot of people from around the world people that you never would have met before how does it make you feel you know we're, we're told on the news every night you know that, that everything's frightening and everything's terrible but what is it taught you about society when you kind of look at the the general vibe of all the messages you've got from complete strangers um i guess one thing that you sort of bring out of it is definitely there's still a lot of good in the world a lot of good people in the world um but also it shows you the impact a person can have i think people can become quite complacent in their little circle and lisa if it wasn't for terminal cancer probably would have been the same but with the with the blog, she just uh, yeah, she I don't, it started sort of as as a diary for her, and then it got a bit of traction. The next thing, yeah, it, the the popularity of it's ridiculous. I think she's up to sixty three thousand followers now. So, mm. which uh, as we were saying earlier, I think uh, you know she she would have had a heart attack if she'd have heard that. She that would have been ironic. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I think it was uh, very another your reason. Wife and her mum was saying that she'd probably be pooping herself to, yeah. um, while drinking a glass of champagne. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just thinking about the amount of people that oh, are following yeah. it, and it's, it was her thing that she wanted people to follow it she mm. wanted people to have a realistic um expectation of what it's like yes yeah. so that's why i do encourage people to to go and read it go and yeah. check it out well mate we really appreciate you coming in and uh speaking with us we know it's a tough time for the family so all of our love to everybody Thank and you. tomorrow is her is her funeral, funeral. um and so if i can do two quick things yeah. Yeah. Um, tomorrow uh, as as abby says is lisa's funeral so what we would ask is for anyone who can to wear a bit of yellow that's the the color of the sarcoma ribbon which lisa was a big fan of trying to raise awareness of sarcoma it's quite a rare cancer mm. um and if i can thank obviously you guys uh for everything you've done uh, we've got a couple more dreams to live for let lisa tick off a bucket list studio 10 john caldwell emirates same thing melissa hoyer as i mentioned as well mm-hmm. uh, and especially all of the people done at the ipswich hospital palliative team from doctors to nurses to cleaners unbelievable i've never met a nicer bunch of people and and it was beautiful what they did for her and for us money can't buy so mm. and definitely all of her followers keep following i know there'll be more posts and things there so mm. yeah it meant meant a lot to us so uh, the whole family we appreciate it on, on behalf of all of us it's yeah we really do appreciate it Lovely. No, thank you Thanks, it's a pressure mate. to keep up the humor now right Oh, for me, that's not a problem. For mum, for mum, uh, yeah, it could be yeah, interesting, but we'll see. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Abby, you may not want to listen to this next bit. Okay, because I was going to get a coffee. Is this coffee worthy? I'll wipe with one, thanks, hun. Sure, sweetheart. What do you think this is? 1976, Matt Acton. <laughs> 
She said she was um, eating coffee. Because, Abby, I know you don't like it very much when I talk about this particular subject. <sighs> you know what it is, don't you? Yeah, you know that I've given it, like, yeah, I don't, I don't need, I, I think some things we're allowed to keep private. There's nothing wrong with it. That's because you've never been to Japan and sat on their incredible robot toilets. <laughs> that took a One day turn. I want to. That's going to be a highlight in my life. I'm guessing this is a pooping story. Oh, my goodness. So, like many Australians, <laughs> mm-hmm. many, many people listening have been to Japan. It's an incredible first world country with trains that go 300 kilometers an hour, and it's an amazing place. They have put all of their design and effort and technological thinking into one of the most important times of the day. And they have created toilets that are the best toilets ever. And when my brother was coming back from China, I said, listen, when you come back, can you pick us one up, please? A toilet? How do you get that through customs? It's, a, it's the seat, just the little seat right. that goes on top. Oh, it's, so it's, a, it's an, a toilet accessory, yes, technically. Correct. Is it like, the, like an Apple store? You just pop down to the, the, the shop and go, yeah, I've got oh, a jo- I got I got an appointment at the Genius Bar. I got myself a... <laughs> Is this a um, vegan thing? Because you poop more than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> You do. Like every single time I get the poo emoji. Where are you, Osh? Poo emoji. Poo emoji. Like how many times do you go a day? And I'm so sorry for asking this. Look, look, it's it's really important that you have uh, a a clean exit. Otherwise, your freeway freeway can get clogged. Do you know, it can be different for everyone, Osh. It is normal if you would only go to the toilet a couple of times a day versus someone who goes three times a day. It's a personal thing. I had to go to the... Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So tell us about the seat. Let's let's veer away from that. Well, I think I'm going to turn you, Abby. I think I'm going to turn mm-hmm. you. Okay. So not only did now you, I, I actually managed to install it, um, uh, which was exceptional on my behalf. Mm. I managed to figure out how to put it together. Um, it has a, a, a seat warmer, Abby. Mm-hmm. So you sit there and it's warm and you don't have to go, why is someone else has been here? No, it's not like that. You actually, you know, you, it's warm without having another bum on it. Yeah. It has a, a, a bidet which means a little robotic spout comes out and helps wash you afterwards at the push of a button, my word. Is that, is that funny? Because I always put down a little pre-pillow because I don't like the splash How long are you there Do for? Not long at all. I'm, I'm, I'm there I... and back in a song sometimes. You just don't even notice. Oh, I do. I get the poo emoji. <laughs> um, yeah, right. But here's the best part. This is the best part, Abby. Yes. It applauds you when you finish and you've done a good job. <laughs> there is almost. Mm-hmm. There is a fan yeah. inside the seat that keeps negative air pressure inside the bowl and double carbon filters the air. Wow, that's Abby, awesome. there's no smell. Okay, that's cool. Are you going to take a photo of yourself on the toilet and post it on Instagram if you're that proud? I might. Okay. How much did this cost you? Uh, I think Marty picked it up in China for, I don't know, like 120 bucks or something. It wasn't it supposed to be Japanese? Yeah, but everything's made in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I personally can say I'm looking forward to coming to your house sometime, Osh, and oh, testing you can, it you out. You should do I'm excursions, gonna babe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send you a photo, but then you've also got to put your feet on the squatty potty, Maddie. That's oh, the other oh thing. My God. If I don't right. see Maddie J from The Bachelor on there, I'm going to be disappointed. You should just get all of them just do tours and photos because I, I know you have like viewing of the show once it's on TV. And uh, now we're taking Bachelor dates to another rail <laughs> yeah. man. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. With Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. 
If you want an issue, uh, it could be a small one, could be a big one, and you can remain anonymous if you want. Just send me an email, Abby, without an E, A to B Y, at hit105.com.au. Subject, subject, dear Abby, because my boss sends me a lot that I don't read. But this one has uh, a lady wants to know if anyone has had a controlling mother in law or mother of a boyfriend or a family member that's ended their relationship because she wants to know because it's done it to her and she's curious if she's the only one. 13, 10, 60. Yeah. Leslie's in Windsor. What's your story? Well, my mother-in-law is always been trouble, but uh, we actually got married. <laughs> she came to the wedding, refused to smile for any photos, was an absolute grump all day, uh, and then after the wedding even put up pictures of my husband and my children and none of me all no. over her house. Oh, hey. Wow. So, why, why, But Leslie? I refused to let her break it. <laughs> yeah, why? Has she ever given you a reason? No, never. I've never had a problem with anybody and she's just absolutely horrible to me all the time. I never understand that with mothers where they're like, she's not good enough for my son. You're going to be like that. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be that mum, maybe. No, not at all. If my son is happy... Then that's that's the most important. I honestly mean that. If you're if someone loves your child like you love them, then shouldn't you be happy? Yeah. That that maybe it's the jealousy that the the son mm. has no longer got the mum as number one. No. No, no, no. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be like that. You had a mum. Anyone hurts my son, they're in trouble. You had a mother of a boyfriend bang on the door, Mm. screaming profanity at you. Mm. Didn't you? You see? Yeah, that's the one that. um, Yeah. Call me swear. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a very special word in Maltese. Speaking of uh, Maltese, every time you call me Osh, everyone uh, who's Maltese giggles. Yeah. What well, is I, it I a knew... swear word? A, a big swear word. Is it? Yes. Oh, sorry to all the Maltese community and, and out there. I need there. you to know, Osh, that sometimes I mean it when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's in yeah. Wyndham. Uh, Peter, in laws, your mother in law, not like you? Yes, my husband is 19 years older than me. Mm. And I only just turned 18 when we first met. Mm-hmm. So there's been massive arguments for the past four years that we've been together to the point where she actually screenshotted his messages on Facebook to his cousins to try and get me to think that he was cheating on oh, me no when I was way. pregnant with our first son. Oh, what, what was he saying to his cousins that could possibly get, get too raunchy? Um, nothing. They were honestly talking about the kids and how they're growing up and the rest of it because he's from New Zealand, so all yeah. his problems are still over there. So they keep in contact over Facebook. And Wow. That's evil. So, Peter, she doesn't accept that you've got children and this is a, a relationship of love now? She just won't accept it? Um, I just think that she doesn't accept the fact that I'm doing a better job at looking after her son than she did. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess they're the one that's missing out, aren't they? Yeah, it's true. 131060 uh, is the number. Anonymous on the south side. Anonymous, oh, like you've got problems one. with your mother-in-law? My mother, ex-mother-in-law literally broke us up. Wow. Why? I wow. love it. The dude, the, all the women will say their names, but the blokes are like, no. I'll take the story. Oh, he, knows, he knows how to keep yeah, so what, what family. So I, I was in the military and I went through a marriage, had a couple of children. Uh, yeah. We broke up, obviously, with the background with that. Mm. Um met this lady, uh, she's Polish, and we dated for a couple of years. Her mother and, um, moved over and just did not approve that I had children. Wow. Um, and just kept at it and at it, and eventually she said, I can't be with you anymore because my mother doesn't approve that you have children. Now she has a child and isn't married and lives with a mother. Wow. Oh, right. So do you guys never had any kids together, though? No, no children together. How can anyone wow. from Poland have problems with someone in the military? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit.
Wow. Uh, Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Full on. Yeah. Right. It's funny, I guess, that the girl would take the mother's side, but I mean, now she's living with her, so obviously close. Fingers well, crossed that girl. It's who a self fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Finally, the, the 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 wife or the, the woman came home, and the, the mum is doing the best job of looking looking after mm. them. We have so many calls though, which yeah. means the person just sent me an email. Just wanted to know that she wasn't alone, and you are definitely you not. are not. If you've got one, email it through. We'll discuss it in the elevator. That is Dear Abby <laughs> here at Hit One Hundred and Five. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit One Hundred and Five. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Vegas roulette. Vegas, baby, we're going to give you $10,000 US to travel over there with. You need to put it all on red or black. Whatever comes up will determine your fate. You might come home with twenty grand US. You might have come home with nothing except a broken heart and maybe a huge hangover. Yeah, and yeah. we've had a lot of discussions about the legalities of travelling with such a lot of money. Abby, you know more about this than most people. <laughs> what? No, it's not. I'm sorry, that sounded wrong. <laughs> yeah, that did. That sounded very wrong. Um, How was your trip to Bali looking? Off like... the record. No, no, I just remember, you know those cards you have to fill out when you go on a plane and you go overseas mm. and it's, you've got to declare over $10,000. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean it's taken away from you, but you need to... Declare it. That's right. my understanding. But someone who does know more is he's on leave at the moment before retirement. Superintendent Jim Keogh from Gold Coast Cops. Morning. Good morning. Now, we love talking to you, and we did talk to you um, a while ago. I'm not going to give this any context, but when we were bringing a big shipment of ice into mm. Queensland, mm-hmm. we got the, That your... was Celebrate Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Winter's but... coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't really know about Abby's ventures overseas on a regular basis. That's how good she is, Jim. Uh, but what are the ins and outs of travelling with this amount of cash? Is it, is it easy? Is it hard? What do you do? Yeah, look, customs aside, you've also $10,000, you've got to declare through Austrac. It just is a money laundering piece of legislation there that monitors the movement of money 10000 and above. Even if you move it inside Australia from account to account, oh. it gets declared through Austrac. Not only that, here, if they are lucky overseas and they come back, again, they've got to do an Austrac declaration. So certainly something that could come to the attention of customs, I just don't know if... Um, yeah. If you'd really want to be wearing your partner's underwear or still a talcum powder in the in the, uh, <laughs> in the what about a uh, what about a selfie of you winning at the casino? Uh, yeah, as long as the casino's in the background, again, this could just be a front for money laundering when you mm. think about it. A lot of people take money to casinos just to launder the uh, the money and sort of cleanse it. Wow. So, yeah, it could do you more harm than good. That well, is Jim? so funny you say that because Maddie on the show was like, well, no, wait a minute. If I was doing anything wrong, I'd take it to no, a casino. No, no, no. That's what you said. That's not what I said, Abby. What you say? We were discussing it in our meeting, and I said, it's, you know, is it, I, I wondered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get on track. Don't sound nervous. <laughs> I was wondering if the urban myth was true that a drug dealer can take 20K, cash into a casino, cash it in chips, have a few mango daiquiris, cash it back in, get a receipt, and say that they want it all there, and then people would be like, that money's clean. That is Laundering 101. Where did you learn that from? <laughs> oh, he, I, did, uh, he did the radio on I, the Gold Coast for quite some time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His favourite show was, was it Lo- Las Vegas? Las Vegas was yes. his favourite show? Yeah. Uh, Stan yeah. Foster, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched a combination of Las Vegas with Fergie's husband and Gold Coast Cops. I just put the two together and <laughs> and that's what I came up with. Um, but, but, Look, so if it that, really does go bad, you can always come up with something like uh, some reality shows, like I'm not a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
to get a $10,000 chip and we were going to handcuff it uh, to the yeah. winner in like a silver briefcase and lock it. Will that look sus or, <laughs> or is that a good idea? Not a good idea. There you go. I think you yeah. see some bolt cutters coming out real yeah. quick. Because I guess they've got to have the key to be able to open it. Um, do you I have wanted any to put stories? an alarm clock in there too just for shits and giggles. <laughs> no. Do you have any stories from Vegas? Are you a big Vegas attendee? No, definitely not. No. With pension looming, the only time I go to the casino is for half-price Tuesdays. So it really puts <laughs> yep. me out of the loop completely. Love it. All right, well, Jim Keogh, one final question. When are you going to become mayor of Brisbane? I don't know. I'd have to ring Mr. Quirk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was the mayor of the I thought I was going to get you there, Jim. I thought I was going to get you. Yes, yes, you would, babe. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Uh, you still are the top cop until retirement officially sets in. So if our person does get stuck through customs, keep your mobile phone on. We might need to give you a buzz, all right? Take care, guys. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. But last night uh, at our house, we had a few freaky noises getting around. And you got a teenage son. Mm. Yeah. You've got a wife almost <laughs> yeah. about to have a baby. Yeah, so I'm, no doubt she protected you. She did. Um, <laughs> is there any like any noise at home? Mm. There's like, I jump up because I think, oh, this is it. It's game on, baby time. Yeah, right. right. Okay. But last night, there's a bit of wind around our place and it was actually ended up being the gate. But it, it actually really sucks as the man of the house that I have to be the one to put my life on the line. When you think there's an intruder, don't be stupid. Your son's there, and he's the man of the house. He's isn't bigger he? than you are. Yeah, he is. He is bigger. He shaves more frequently. <laughs> and I and was fourteen. I was using him as a human shield. <laughs> yeah, therefore. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know what you guys do. Do, do Stavanosh? Do you have to be man and check? Like, are yeah. you? Well, for two reasons. One, I am the man, and two, my wife could sleep <laughs> through a home invasion and oh, not okay. move. She sleeps like the dead. Right. She once slept through it. There was a storm in our house. The the rain was coming through the window. Our pillows were wet. She woke up, turned the pillow over, and went back to sleep. (laughs) Bless her. No word of a lie. That's fantastic. I don't know. I'll get up, but I could hear, like, I'll get up if there is the slightest amount of noise. I'll wake up. I wake up so quickly. Like cotton touching on felt. She's like, what is that? I'm awake. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, so I I have often gone outside and gone, 
I've seen this in a horror movie, mm. and I've yeah. always hated it when all of a sudden a horror movie they just go outside to investigate. But yeah, I do that. It's all right. Only kill the virgins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ash? You're the tough man. You you run out there. Well, I don't run. Uh, but also, this is also the, the benefit of having fairly significant and profound hearing damage. Is I don't hear any of it. Uh, so that's why we have a small cavoodle who does all the barking for <laughs> yeah. us. See, I have to I have to go and check. Mm. And I, when I'm out there, I think, you know what's going to save me if there is an intruder? Mm. I just clench my fist and I lift it. So Like you're ready to punch. Like I'm ready to punch. Are you, you a boxer? You don't grab a frying pan or a golf club or frying a... pans. No, I don't. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. But yeah. as I went out last night and I'm creeping around outside trying to think if I see this bad guy, I'm just gonna smack him in the nose. Could be <laughs> a bad girl. Or yet yeah, well, I wouldn't hit her because that would be wrong. Well done. Unless, <laughs> invite her in for a <laughs> cup of the, coffee. That was the one time that equality did not work in our favour here. Yes. Was, Actually, robbers can be anyone. Girls can be really <laughs> bitches too, okay? I don't want you saying it's just guys. Girls are evil. You know, I Wait. need to check that. What do you do? If there is a woman robbing your house and she's got a knife. Yeah, wait a minute. A, a robber's a robber. Just move anyway. on. Anyway, okay. And anyway, so I, that's my thing. I clench my fist and I think, yes. oh, I'm going to punch him. No. And it's going to hurt. No. It's, you're going to hurt your fist. Exactly. So Have I was you ever thinking. punched anyone in, in anger? Maybe? No, never. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Never. The first time you're punching someone, better not be a home invader. Yeah. yeah. I have a weapon. Well, that's what I was, Esther and I had this conversation. Mm. What would be the best weapon? Because mm. she's like, exactly what you said, Osh, golf club. I'm like, oh. What do you do? You can't keep a golf club under your bed. I keep a baseball bat above my bed. Oh, isn't that really? what? Do you call it Lucille? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. A baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, baseball bat. And then I'll come out swinging and I'll load my bases. I thought then... they said if you have a weapon, that's the worst. Because what? then they're more likely to get it off you and use it against you, Not apparently. Me, oh, okay. All right. Such a baseballer. <laughs> so I, I, I also brought this conversation in. I talked to Peter, our producer. Um, and you won't believe what she told us. Mm. What did you? What? What? What is your... Partner have under his. She's coming in now. Well, under his pillow. What does he have? <laughs> a samurai sword. He has a. He has, he has a, what? Samurai, a samurai sword. He's, he's a samurai sword. fiction a few too many times. Is that like he's mm. gone? Is it like a collector's item and just happened to be, or he's like, I've got to get a weapon that also looks good. Yeah, look, it's not real. Okay, but it looks real. Okay, and if you had to do some damage, you probably could. Okay. I thought for okay. a second he had an imaginary samurai sword. <laughs> it's not real. He just holds it. Uh, it's a lightsaber. But do we live in the kind of society where if you did use a weapon on someone that broke into your house and you hit them, could they then sue you for no, hitting them? of course we live in that stupid society. Yeah, if you use excessive force, apparently. It's got to be equals, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So what, you meant to stop and go, just so I know, what are you carrying? <laughs> okay, you've got a knife. <laughs> One second, I'm going to the kitchen. Yeah. I'll be back. You've got a box cutter. Stand by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what weapon do you have in your home? Maddie thought he heard a home invader and he realised that the only weapons he's got are his mates Des and Troy, known as Destroy, his, uh, his, his fists, fisticuffs. Well, I, I just realised when I was walking around, I had a fist like, yeah, I'm going to get him. Mm. But if there was someone actually there, mm. well, I'm actually going to run away. You'd mm. like, oh, you know? leave your wife and three kids there. Uh, no, run towards them and jump on them and say, take me. <laughs> Smooth. And you're worried that you didn't have some sort of thing to say, oh, I'm really good with this. I could take you apart. Yeah, exactly. You know. Right. Yeah. So, so we want to know what you've got in your house to protect you uh, should the unfortunate happen. Uh, we've got Nicola from Greenslopes giving us a tingle. Nicola, what weapon do you have in your house? Well, my partner, Thomas, mm. he keeps a big torch right next to our bed. Mm. So just in case someone comes in, he 
quickly grabs, even if he just hears a bump in the night, he just grabs the torch and runs out of the bedroom. (laughs) But he also takes it every time that we go to um, get something from Gumtree, uh-huh. he takes it with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Does so he use it as a case. weapon or does yeah. he just do that thing where you shine it under your chin and go, I'm the leprechaun? No, he has full intention of swinging oh. it up there. <laughs> is, it a, is it a dolphin or is it one of those big nightstick looking ones? It's the big, like, um, steel one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Do you know, it's funny oh, yeah. you say that, though. I would be more scared of ghosts than I would intruders. That does not make sense, does it? And you can't punch a ghost either because no. you go straight, straight through, through it. it. <laughs> straight through it. Doesn't help. You need a proton energy yeah. pack for that stuff. Okay. Yasmin and Kashmir, what weapon do you have? Um, I've heard that it's best to use an aerosol can, like mm-hmm. a fly spray or deodorant, because if they steal it off you and use it against you, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, right. Oh. Good one. So we use it like, like pepper spray? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or you get a lighter. Like cockroach spray. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know. Well, I know these people are pests, but really. <laughs> sorry, I'm really no, look, sorry. That was good. We'll give you, we'll give you I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about that one. No, do we good. do we have any do we have any any stats on actual home invasions? Are we are we just like yeah. uh, propagating the fear that Tracy Grimshaw tells us every night? Mm-hmm. Be afraid. See, I can't even get life insurance because I think that then you're planning for the worst. You don't have life insurance. No, because you're planning for the worst. I'm not going to have a weapon because I just no. I don't well, want to. I'm, I'm, like I'm kind of along for, the lines. Yeah. Not me. I'm insured up to my eyeballs, and I'm looking for a weapon. I ain't risking nothing. I got an armory. We got Daniel from Warren Gary. Dan, what are you carrying? What are you packing? A uh, steel cap boot. A steel, a steel cap, cap. But you throw at them? I mean, who throws a no, shoe? No, he wears nah. it while he's sleeping. Oh. Well, there's no rules in street fighting, so you kick them right in the gehenna. Right. But do, hang, but do you sleep with it on, or are you, or are you allowing to have two, two minutes no. to get it on? Yeah. Uh, it takes a couple of seconds just yeah. to chuck a foot in there. Mm-hmm. Slip it on. Mm. Yep. They're going to be looking at your hands, not your feet. So Are you pretty you flexible, kick. Yeah. Daniel, to like kick high? Yeah, pretty flexible. Mm. Are you a Are you a nude sleeper, Daniel? Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Daniel, I reckon you could just talk to me in that voice, and I'd go, okay, um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you mean business. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. I like I like that he said boot. Mm. It's only only singular. Yeah, so yeah. chasing yeah. you down the hallway, nude with one boot on. <laughs> He's not silly. He's not going to kick with his left. It's not his strongest. <laughs> Joel and Kabulcha, what's your yeah. uh, weapon at home? Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, I've got a few different ones in place because of the area I live in, but I've got three dogs outside, two inside, a lump of wood and a timber saw at the front door, and I collect knives. Oh, right. you're a barrel of fun, mate. I know, right? Come what? over. Yeah. <laughs> John, from the description you've given me, and I don't want to insult you at all, but you sound like the guy who's going to be in my house. Yeah. <laughs> no, mate, no. We've uh, we've only recently had a home invasion. Oh, um, yeah. One bloke jumped through the bathroom window and yeah. the dogs bailed him up and held him there until the cops got Great. there. Great. Wow. Well, what did you do in the meantime? Like, do you chat to him? Like, oh, so... I was at work. You would. Oh, I'm just interested. Like, I want to know, like, hey, mate, like, why were you... Picked our house. Mm. What do you what need? Would you like a house? drink? Would Why you are you so troubled? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now, right. um, let me guess, Joel, what kind of... I mean, I'm guessing they're not cavoodles. You know, they're... Because I've only got a cavoodle that just barks a lot. What kind of dogs are we talking here, Joel? Uh, one's a Great Dane, one's a Rottweiler cross, and one's a Staggout cross. Wow. Yeah, my cavoodle wouldn't bail yeah. up a baddie. No. no. Your, yeah, your dog just all... them. Yeah. Your dog isn't yeah, even and that cross. piece of timber at the front, people got to remember this, a piece of timber and a saw at the front, hit him with the saw, not with the timber. When the cops asked, why have you used the saw? So well, it's cut the piece of wood. Yeah, it's 2am, oh, okay. but you know, never. <laughs> I think I'm in love. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.
I'm super thankful, Maddie, that you made it through the whole show today without yet having a baby. I know. Uh, every day that goes by could be we're just closer to the you know launch date of <laughs> launch date. Maddie 3.0. <laughs> So I'm thankful that you made it through the whole show, but tomorrow, you never know. Mm. But there's some things I'm just th not thankful for. Mm. That's why I have to say thanks, but no thanks. To you, Andrew Winter. I love your show, Selling Houses Australia. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love it. Mm. And I was so happy to catch a new episode last night. It was so great. You were helping a, a retiring couple who were working on a dairy farm. Get their retirement nest egg sorted, saving them from a life in a caravan park. But you didn't get to the end of the show and you haven't sold the house yet. Oh, I hate it when that oh. happens. Sorry. And then I have to go online <laughs> to find the house and it's still not sold. Oh. I need closure, Andrew Winter. <laughs> I need closure. You should buy it. It's too far away. <laughs> I do hate it when that happens. Uh, I hate it. Thanks, but no thanks. Mm. So I'm fortunate enough to have a job which allows me to be a bogan and wear no shoes so some days well i mean i'm not really some? allowed to most days it's just no one's really told me off yet but this morning I'm too afraid at 3:45 a.m. i was almost at work and realized we've got photos after we've got clients we, we have to meet today yeah 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 up at channel 10 oh yeah that yeah <laughs> <laughs> which means i have to have shoes <laughs> so i had to turn back around mm. You know, in like 20 minutes at that time of the oh, morning, it's an eternity. it seems like a lifetime. Oh, doesn't it? Oh, and then oh. you get red lights. You're like, no one else is here. That's ironic. Thanks. But no thanks. I'm wearing shoes, though. Well done. Thank you. Baby steps. <laughs> so I've just checked my email this morning and I received a bill for a power account Starting again. for a house <laughs> that I moved out of on the 5th of December last year. I paid that power bill. I don't care that you wrote, Sorry, we undercharged you. My bad. You owe us another 67 bucks. You would think my thanks, but no thanks, is for that power company. But it's not. It's for you, Abby. <laughs> I didn't read the terms and conditions and find out that they just do an estimate and then they check it later and then they update you if it's wrong. Is that my voice? And I, don't, <laughs> and I don't need you to remind me of them. There's a reason I didn't read them. Mm. Thanks. Just whinge along with me. Okay. No thanks. So unfair. Up next, Maddie Acton versus the utilities. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Foxtel IQ. It's great that I can pause TV shows if I have to go to the loo or make a coffee. What a time to be alive. It's not so great when I forget that I'm behind. And I flick channels. Oh. Then I come back to that channel. Yeah. And I've jumped ahead 15 minutes. <laughs> Spoiling the reveal. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Stop by being mad. We're all sure.